This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Got to ask you about transfers as well. Um... Does the performance last week change your thinking in any way? I know obviously last week you were asked and you were you were kind of hinting that that might be it, but but does last weekend change your thinking at all? No, it doesn't change the thinking. Um, obviously, we've had a very stop-start pre-season. You know, Forrest pulled out of a game, Seville pulled out of two games as well. Um, you know, so a lot of the players haven't got the, the the match minutes that was needed. We've had a couple of niggles and a couple of injuries, um, but that happens and you have to deal with that and. We feel that we've got a really good squad here and um, you know we've just got to concentrate now on getting that win in front of our home fans against Newcastle. Welcome to the My Old Man Said Something for the Weekend Show, which returns for a new season. It's a very quick Friday post-press conference show. Just if you are new to the show, this is not the main podcast. This is just a quick ditty to uh, update anything that's happened since we last recorded. Joining me uh, for something for the weekend, for the first one of the season, Mr. Chris Budd. Hello, sir. Welcome How you back. Doing? All good. I'm um, just a bit peeved off because this Saturday Caesars returned to uh, Villa Park but if there's any game that I wanted shifting from a 3pm on a Saturday it was probably this one because then we could have uh, disappeared off to Lords uh, on Saturday to watch the Birmingham Phoenix hopefully try in the Birmingham final Phoenix. of the 100 yeah unfortunately uh, that kicks off at half 6 so you'd probably have to leave Villa Park at half time against Newcastle to have any chance of uh, making it I'm sure there'll be a few people considering it though <laughs> <laughs> yeah Hey ho, we uh, we we carry on, but uh, because it's the first game of the season after, uh, in terms of full house, the first I'm full house since we've been away for almost eighteen months, it's uh, it's kind of a must attend game. If you are new to something for the weekend, uh, we kick off the show with a Villa minute where we basically summarise the Villa week in a minute. In this case, we will do a slightly different uh, take on it in terms of uh, summing up the summer in a minute. 
before uh, reacting to uh, Dean Smith's press conference, uh, having a uh, quick look at any underlining themes with Newcastle, before finishing off with a quick burning question from a listener. But as I said, short and sharp and sweet, so uh, let's kick off with a Villa Minute. Are you ready? I am. Are you steady? I am. Let's go. After Villa's 11th place finish last season, the league position triggered Grealish's release clause. The hype around Grealish at the Euros was only going to end in one way. Grealish out, 100 million in. Are you ready to go shopping? Step inside a very special supermarket. Up front, I'll start off with that Buendia chap from Norwich City. Can I interest you in a my old man Ashley Young and a free? Put him in the trolley. I've got a need. A need for speed. Give me that Leon Bailey. Anything else? Any chance of James Ward-Prowse? No, sorry, but I can offer you a Danny Ings. Ooh, really? Does he guarantee goals? Yep, guaranteed goals or your money back. Deal. Done. Anything for me to borrow? I can offer you a uh, higher purchase deal on an Axel 2 and Zabi. Didn't I have one of those from you before? Nah, nah, nah. You've never... Nah, 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 nah. Don't know what you're talking about. Have you got a decent midfielder? Sorry, mate. You've run out of time and that Grealish money. Right, uh, what else happened over the summer? Not a lot. Disjointed friendlies, too much COVID in the air, two friendlies called off. With those boys away on international duty as well, a bit of a disjointed preparation, hence what happened against Watford. And uh, the press conference from Dean Smith didn't actually uh, add much joy to uh, what happened last weekend because... It's uh, pretty flat. It's <laughs> about as flat as Villa's first half. It seems that Ollie Watkins is suddenly under the, uh, the mystical uh, guest when he's coming back game that Dean Smith normally plays (laughs) we've got a new uh, contestant I thought that was going to be Trezeguet to be honest but no I think it's international break time yeah although he's kind of hinted that there's a chance at Newcastle but is that just I can't see it but the only way you'd mention that if he would play him Reverse he psychology. Thought, he, he would have used he'd have used his words like "oh, he's back loading" or "on the grass" or all of that sort of caper, which would suggest he hasn't done anything. But knowing Smith, knowing what happened last season, uh, that's I think that's Ollie Watkins out the next two home games. Mm-hmm. As Troy is as well, which uh, was also a bit of a dampener. Yeah, because he's normally quite good fun to watch. I think most people would have been looking forward to seeing him with a crowd. Yeah, so uh, I think pluses. Uh, there's hints that uh, Morgan Sanson will be available and Douglas Louise uh, could also be involved. I think both of them would be unlikely to start. I mean, Louise should be match fit though, shouldn't he? Because he's obviously played a lot of games in the Olympics, barring getting sent off, obviously. Yeah, although there's, there's still that the travel situation and whether he's trained enough because obviously he hasn't trained uh, the whole summer with Villa. So that might be... I mean, thinking of how Smith normally plays it, I think uh, if they're going to see any action against Newcastle, I think it will be uh, from the bench. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, didn't really say that much more, did he? No, a lot of it was the, you know, the standard talk about having fans, you know, fans back in the stadiums, which is you know all, all the sentimental stuff. Yeah, it's always trotted out. I did actually uh, have a meeting uh, via Zoom with uh, West Midlands Police, uh, part of this in independent advisory group on the West Midlands Police Football Unit, which we haven't actually uh, obviously had a meeting uh, for a year or so because of uh, the COVID situation. I asked them uh, what's going to be different from a policing point of view in light of COVID, and they said, well, actually, uh, there's nothing illegally entrenched. I mean, it's all just government guidance at the, at the moment, so it pretty be much much be like as was, you know, in terms of policing a game. Yeah. 
for now anyway. Uh, but then I asked, uh, and what about the, you know, the potential of this COVID passport in terms of, uh, you know, September? And I said, well, I don't think that's actually going to happen. I said it seems to be dropped as a as an idea, and uh, it may have been kicked into the long grass, you know, depending on if uh, there is uh, some kind of major outbreak uh, again. So, uh, yeah, that doesn't seem to be an ongoing concern at the moment, which was interesting to hear. All right, let's get on to uh, just we're not going into a typical preview here. We'll just uh, well, let's <laughs> reading you know various previews about this game. You know when a team's going through dire straits and they need to break some kind of horrendous record that they're uh, on. <laughs> Probably the best team you can play in that situation is Aston Villa. So I'm calling this little segment reasons why Newcastle are going to win. <laughs> 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 I mean, when you see something like uh, Newcastle have failed to win their t- second league fixture in each of their past nine seasons, scoring just two goals, <laughs> it's like most people think, well, three points to Villa, but any villain knows, ah, oh, shit. We think the opposite now. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, shit, that's a bad sign. And then uh, the boy that uh, could have been a Villa player uh, last season, Callum Wilson. Callum Wilson has faced Villa five times in the Premier League without scoring. I think he's due a goal. <laughs> I think he's due a hat yeah. trick. <laughs> I remember when he, you know, when he used to play for Bournemouth against us, he was always a life threat all the time. Yeah. So uh, the fact that he's fit uh, for a change, uh, it's, uh, it's a bit ominous, uh, I must admit. And then you can carry on. Uh, Steve Bruce has actually lost his last four Premier League away visits to uh, Villa Park. Two with Hull, two with Newcastle. Surely Steve Bruce can't win. At Villa Park against Villa, surely that's that's not allowed. <laughs> not having that. I mean, you know, the other stats we just read read out, they obviously could feasibly happen. But I think the thing that uh, vetoes them is the fact that Steve Bruce is the manager. I mean, this is famous last words, but uh, we shall see. It, it is. Some would say he's due one. But flipping it, is there any positive uh, signs for Newcastle because it, they're they're in a bit of a stinky? Uh... Well, they've actually strangely historically they've only won two of their last. 18 Premier League games in August, so they don't tend to start particularly well. But they finished last season uh, away they from home really well. on a bit of a flourish, didn't they? They did. Yeah, 10 points out of a possible 12 in their final four away games last season. Yeah, I'm hoping the whole the old uh, home and away formers will be flipped uh, now that crowds have uh, returned. I think to begin with, certainly, yeah. Before the lockdown, home wins in the Premier League. This is uh, before the lockdown in the 2019 stroke 20 season home wins 44.8 percent and then post lockdown in the 1920 season 2021 season home wins were down to 39.8 percent and away wins had gone up seven percent from 30.2 percent to 37.2 so i think that will reverse back i think pretty much instantly you saw it on the first day of the season uh, yeah he did home advantage kicked right in so uh that's that's you know it's a good sign for villa Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. In terms of uh, how they're going to line up, I think it's going to be pretty much uh, similar to Watford because uh, mainly because Watkins isn't there. I mean, I'd be interested to see if Bailey starts. That'll probably be the only likely change. I'd have thought. I'd have thought he'll persevere with uh, Target though at left back. Yeah, I mean, there was the close. We we said there was going to be a closed door friendly in midweek, and we it, did. it was actually um, it came sooner. It came day after, didn't yeah, it? Against Liverpool and Target actually played in that. He did. Yeah, but it's. Uh, I mean, there was news leaking about what happened from a Liverpool point of view. I think mainly the players were putting stuff up. Uh, I think Bertrand Traore scored, didn't he? Yes, I think he actually got injured in the process of scoring. Apparently, yeah, that kind of backfired. But not a lot of uh, info has come out of that game. But I would imagine that would have been uh, to give the likes of Liam Bailey a run out. Maybe Sanson. I wonder if he'd played in that. I know. Yeah, I saw Horahan played. Hawes, Steer. Um, any of those guys, you know, Gilbert, etc. All these guys who haven't had the game time yet, basically. But in terms of uh, lining up, can you see anything uh, out of the ordinary from uh, the lineup against Watford? I think in terms of that Watford thing, uh, as we said, you know, they, they were like two weeks behind, uh, pretty much on pre-season. So an extra week's training helps. I think uh, the Ings Buendia link up it helps uh, Bailey if he starts. There's some some hints that he'll start from the bench, but yeah, I don't know. With Truray out, I, I don't. You can't start with Al Ghazi again. And uh, obviously, had Ashley Young, didn't he? Started on the, the left hand side. So I wonder if Young will play again. To me, that lineup when I saw Young on one side, Al Ghazi on the other, you're thinking, is that a weak team or is that actually all right? Because you, how are we judging this? Are we judging it that Ashley Young will beat her, or are we judging it on Ashley Young might not last the pace? Who's been playing uh, wing back uh, most of the time in the last, let's say, uh, in, in five Italian seasons, League, which yeah. obviously isn't as fast. I don't know. Am I comfortable beating Newcastle with Young, El Ghazi starting without Watkins and Nakamba? And I think the key thing is to hear it. I think you'll play McGinn, but will Nakamba play? Because I think Nakamba works better when you don't see a lot of the ball because you need him to kind of break and harass, break teams mm-hmm. up and harass them. If we're playing at home and need to be more on the front foot here, which again is dangerous because I mean, a lot of these teams are built for counter-attacking. Uh, Newcastle with you know, Sam Maximan, Al- Almiron, they've got Wilson. You know, they've, got, they've got mobility in that team. Yeah, and that's a, a, a big concern considering what happened to our back line against Watford. So I don't know if we should be so gun-ho actually. I think you should sort of be respectful and allow yourself to grow into the game and then build up to dominate a team rather than just presuming you're going to from the word go, which is a little bit arrogant. Um, but also being aware, I mean, I think uh, we said before we recorded, you know, Newcastle are down to their third choice goalkeeper now because of injury and COVID yeah. uh, to Darlow and uh, Dubravka. Um, so it's about you know putting that putting the young lad in goal you know, who hasn't played many games for them, putting him under pressure from the word go. Yeah, it's a shame we haven't got a big chap that we can bring him up front to put him under pressure. 
hang on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, anybody's got any belief in anymore. Uh, that's going to, I mean, I said in the last show uh, against Watford, uh, there was a game that you would have brought him on potentially at half time and uh, he didn't even get a sniff. So, what does that tell us about uh, where he is now? Uh, uh, let, let's finish on a, uh, a listener burning question. Uh, Andreas from Norway had a few questions for us. Uh, one of them was uh, Anwar Al Ghazi, keep or sell? Which, for me, ke- uh, keep. Which I think. He can broaden that out. Smith has said in a uh, press conference uh, that he didn't expect anybody in, but he said there'll be a few uh, potentially going out at the end of the window. So do you think, I don't think El Ghazi's in that uh, batch. I mean, who? Not yet. Who is in that batch? I mean, the fact that, I mean, if we don't see Wesley against Newcastle or Brentford, then uh, surely uh, they've got to. You know, they've got to play him for him to build up any kind of value for us to uh, get rid. Because at the moment, if you were a betting man on Wesley, if Wesley was uh, where we'd hope a £20 million striker to be, then you'd want a squad of three strikers that give you a bit of variation because we haven't got a big mm-hmm. big man up front as well. But if you're thinking, well, this guy is actually, we've drawn the line under it and, and it's like, we've had, what do we do now? You, then you've got to really loan him out so he actually builds up some value and uh, gets his career back on track because he has been out for two, at his age, two very key seasons, really. Yeah. One and a half, if you want to be pedantic. Yeah, and also, I think, obviously, I think if, if Keenan Davis hadn't got his customary seasonal injury, he'd have probably been loaned out by now already. Um, yeah. I mean, he still might. They might do it right at the end of the window, but um, one of those two would have gone. I, th- I think Horahan would, would probably still may go on loan again. Yeah. Gilbert, maybe. I don't know. I th- yeah, I think... Uh... I like him. I wouldn't loan him out, personally, but if he's not going to be in the squad... Um, you know, the fact that you're allowed nine subs allows you a little bit more flexibility in your bench. It might be that they play against Barrow and then they make some decisions after that. Yeah. But, you know, of course, you can play Konzi, you can play Twan Zabi at fullback. You've kind of got Kessler coming up through the system. But we, we've said before, Cash does get injuries and suspensions, so Gilbert will get game time as long as he's patient. I think uh, you hit the nail on the head in terms of the Barrow game will be a dress rehearsal for uh, some of these players. Mm-hmm. Very much like uh, it was the Stoke game, wasn't it, where... Uh, we had Stoke and we had Burton last year, yeah. Where in the Stoke game, a lot of players were like playing to impress and they just didn't turn up. Didn't big time, did they? And that was the final straw for a few of those players in a lot of the supporters' eyes there. And I also, I, I do think there might be a few more youngsters out. I know someone like Aaron Ramsey, I think he might go out on loan. Um, I think he's captain in the 23s, but very promising uh, if there's no, depending on how many more of that youth cup winning side are left around the club, they might sort of get them out on loan deals as well if they can. Yeah, you would hope that we would have uh, a strong enough second team to uh, do pretty well in the cups, uh, and I think we've got more depth this this season. I'd hope we've got a strong enough sort of first team to be able to you know, play strong sides in the cups and not have to play you know really weakened sides, which. You know, we managed to get through sort of, you know, when we got to the final, we got through the first couple of rounds by making changes, but we actually played a relatively strong-ish side later on. Well, I think uh, we only really kicked into gear, as any team does really, when you get to the semis. But that's, that's, what, I, mm-hmm. that's what I was referring to, having enough quality to get through the, uh, the let's say, the first two rounds where when you play anybody, as, as yeah. we saw in that year, that they will play uh, a weakened team. So if our weakened team's better than theirs, that's what I'm uh, saying. And I think we've probably upgraded the kind of level of team we'd put out in the early rounds of the Cups because uh, I don't think Smith, whatever he says, will, uh, or as any manager nowadays, 
take the early rounds that seriously, but uh, it would be nice to uh, have a real go at the FA Cup, for example. I'd like us to have a go in both cups, really, because we know the reality is we're not going to win the league. So it's let's let's try and get to the business end of things. We can, you know, try and win. Yeah, but we will see uh, what transpires. Right, uh, I just want to say thank you very much uh, to the My Old Man Said patrons for uh, supporting the show as usual. Uh, I'll do the shout-outs f- for the new members uh, in the main show, and I look forward to seeing them in Match Club, uh, as well as uh, getting access to Match Club. You also get access to uh, the Mums Patreon Extra channel, which uh, kicks off in earnest over the next few days for the new season. I actually recorded the first episode of uh, the newly entitled My Old Man Saw, as in with your eyes, <laughs> which covers uh, actual screen culture. We kind of did a kind of more of a reintroduction episode rather than uh, getting into the exact format. But as well as My Old Man Saw, there will be uh, the return of shows like The Mad Few and Off the Record as well, my kind of solo show Off the Record. So uh, please do uh, go to uh, com and check out the menu bar and click on the patron link for more details there and join us and as i said uh, this isn't the full show so if you want to listen to the full show go to what's the one before this it's episode 159 on the richter scale right uh, any final words uh, before we disappear not for me just look just looking forward to being back amongst the crowd i am interested to see how everybody acts obviously in and around the stadium if there's a little bit of apprehension from people obviously being back around covid but i don't think there'll be too much no i mean from this uh west midlands police meeting just you know talking about reactions from the first game of the season uh i mean the baggies representative said it was like covid never existed like no masks yeah, or anything. That might be the case. The, the only other thing that was was kind of interesting in this reintroduction meeting was uh, the fact that I think it's October 16 sees West Brom versus the Blues and Villa versus Wolves on the same day. <laughs> which uh, good luck with that. Got a feeling uh, we'll get moved. Won't one we? of those is going to get moved for TV. Uh, the, I think the Villa Wolves is definitely happening, so they'll probably move the other one for TV on their you know championship uh, mm-hmm. schedule. Right. Anyway, until next time, it's goodbye from me, and it's goodbye from him. Goodbye. Dean, um, quite an interesting theme in a way. The <coughs> discussion about players being undercooked, and it's. For the Premier League, it's a very difficult summer when you've had major tournaments. Euros, the Olympics, the success of Aston Villa has meant you've had a lot of players involved in those. Does, is August one of the most difficult months that you face in a season because of that? Yeah, it is. Um, but likewise, it's the same. You know, we had a behind closed doors friendly last week with Liverpool and I was speaking to Jurgen Klopp about it. And theirs was exactly the same. They've got the likes of Thiago and Henderson playing in that game because they haven't had many minutes during pre-season and we're exactly the same. And, um, you know, it happens and you have to um, you have to manage that as well as you can and uh, make sure that they're, they're ready to go. Also, uh, a lot of work that gets done on the training ground is... is Prehabilitation, which is injury prevention as well. Um, you know, the undercooked is the word I think you use, but and, and I've, I've used it as well. I think the more undercooked they are, the more prone they are to injuries as well. So we have to find a really good balance of, of building that fitness up, but also making sure that they're not susceptible to an injury. You know, we saw Leon come on last week. We saw Bertrand come on last week. <clears throat> and we saw young JJ come on last week and make a difference in the game. And, you know, um, probably over the last few seasons, I've not, had that impact that could come off the bench and do that. Um, so it's exciting for me that the quality of the players that we're bringing into the football club now is, is getting higher and higher.
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.